Hey, what is going on, everyone? It's time for the RGH podcast. I got my boy, True Vanguard. I got my boy, Cactus HD. And we got uh, some juicy topics today. Really juicy topics today. We're going to be talking about Halo Infinite. We're going to talk about Destiny 2 because they are making huge changes to the game. Uh, Bobby Kotick and the Activision idiots uh, going strong. They double down. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield getting review bombed continually, and then Steam versus Epic. The battle is not even close, and uh, right. we'll get into that later. Like, it's, it's not even, it's not even this is kind of well, close. I, I told them this news story, and both of them were like, what? Yeah. They, I, they're like, no. I was like, I'll read it again. You know what I mean? Like, this, this, is, this is wild stuff. Yeah, it's good. So let's just jump in with the Destiny stuff, because there is a lot there, and we want to bang out all these topics. Um, but the Destiny stuff, it had me excited. It had me very, very excited. I saw, um, you know, everyone kind of hyped up about it. I clicked on the Bungie Weekly Update. I started reading. I realized I was scrolling for like 20 minutes because it was such a big post. All the balance changes, uh, you know, some of the philosophy behind it. It was huge. Truly huge. Oh, if, you yeah. haven't, if you haven't done it, it already, wild. go to Bungie and you can just go to their Bungie Weekly Update. I'll see if I can find or, it really Or actually, uh, before you do that, Tash, I got something else you could link. Maybe there's someone here at this podcast who did a complete video breakdown of all this stuff um, and it has a convenient video that you can watch while you're eating, while you're gaming, while you're doing whatever. I'll post it. talking about Vine, right? Link. I'll oh post the link instead. Oh post post the one to my video. Toxic, bro. Uh, but or yeah. True Vanguard's video, E2. I was going to say, I did one too. I'm just yeah, saying. true, true. <laughs> yeah, his was like 50 minutes long. That was almost as long as your intro. Yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Hey, yeah. I'm the one here. I just I just pinged my entire Discord trying to get people in here. So, hey, uh, another person with no life and other people from that Discord, shout out to you guys. You guys are the best because we need to support RGH ga- uh, Gaming. We're the best damn gaming podcast out there. Nice. For the people who know about us, but we need we need people to know about us. So the guys who show up, you guys who tell your friends about us, you guys are the best. Okay, I just got a this... text. You know who else is in the audience? Who? I'm gonna call him out now. DMG, I see you up in oh, there. He's in here. Each other. Yes, dude. Tell yeah, it's DMG. It's a DMG fan account. You just got baited on. Yeah, a... Now let's talk about this Destiny update because it was dude. wild. And, and and I think the biggest thing like something that even i maybe misunderstood didn't grasp right away is like you kind of read it and you're like oh they're dialing down abilities and they are in the sense that like they kind of said there's too much ability spam and therefore i think the result of most of these changes together will be less ability spam and like it's just in general right however it's like not all nerfs one of the interesting things is that some abilities are actually getting faster recharged some abilities you're going to get to spam more but those abilities are are getting nerfs in terms of like damage so i think uh the example they gave was the what's the warlock grenade that just like hits you with the firebolt firebolt the firebolt grenade going down to a 45 second cooldown exactly but it does way less damage yeah so it's like interesting right here's the thing at the bottom line the one thing if i had to sum it all up it's all about this this what they're calling their variable cooldown system so um basically they've had this problem where ever since destiny one came out like every ability every super 
every grenade, every melee ability, they all have the same cooldown rate, but they're not yep. all the same. Nope. And that's the problem because some people are going to be like, why would I ever use this? Yep. When in the same amount of time, I could be using this, which is way better. Yeah, like and now have... they're just saying, well, let's just stop worrying about making everything the same and say, no, you're absolutely right. They are all different. But since this one's weaker, you get it faster. It's, just, yeah. it's such a simple concept. Like you have, you have huge. metas. Yeah, you're like you have. Me- Remember when they made the magnetic grenades one hit kill, and then like yeah. everyone had to use them. Yeah. Because it's like, well, obviously, like why would I use a grenade that doesn't get a guaranteed kill when I have a grenade with tracking that can get a kill, right? And so it's like, okay, every grenade has the same cooldown, so the only way to distinguish them is now we have to nerf magnetic grenades. Whereas with this new system. You can make magnetic grenades, let's say, or like the sticky grenades, a one-hit kill, and if people like it's overpowered, then you specifically take those grenades and then give them more recharge, right? So, oh, you want them? They're gonna recharge in two minutes, right? Like good luck. Or you can have the non-one-hit kill that recharges in forty-five seconds, right? Like what? And now you have to actually think about it. And so this lays the groundwork for what you're saying, TV the balancing going forward is going to be a lot easier for them to do because they can balance on an individual basis. They don't have to nerf all grenades. They don't have to like, you know, if a grenade, you can let a grenade be powerful and then compensate for that with a a longer recharge rate. And you you can let a grenade be less powerful. Like the flashbang grenades on the Titan. Like who used those? Why would I flash an enemy? Well, other than dads, bro, who (laughs) used that? Why would I flash an enemy when I could kill them right now it's like oh give them a much less charge time and you've sweetened that deal substantially yeah yeah and a lot of that if you're oh go ahead mike no it's fine i'll wait (laughs) i already talked to you up um i mean i just think back to destiny one and like every single titan on the lightning grenade and just yeeting that thing into a zone and getting like triple (laughs) kills and it's like why wouldn't you use that grenade and um, I look at Destiny 2, and then I look at my, my characters, and I think I use the exact same grenade since the start on almost all of them. I don't think I've strayed. Much, yeah. I don't think I've ever used Axion Bolt. I don't think I've ever used... Um, I, I don't know if I've ever used Skip Grenade... Or, sorry, not Skip Grenade. Flux Grenade you know, yeah. on my t- arc, arc Strider, and now I might. I might actually dabble with some of these things. So anything like that to spice it up, change up the meta, uh, is cool with me. And also, I kind of like the idea of having, you know, fast, uh, quick-to-use grenades that I can get all the time just to tag enemies or get them out of cover. And um, that's kind of my play style, is, like, I like to duel with my weapon and then use that grenade to either zone you or finish you off from safety or whatever it might be. I don't need some big zoning area-of-effect lightning grenade if I can just do some quick, easy, uh, easy grenades that'll tag you. I like that a lot better. So it almost makes it yeah. feel like I can do a build specifically for me and my play style instead of yeah. just being forced into a specific grenade. But even the That's supers, right. the supers are doing the same thing too. It's like, do you want to be tiers. the first person yeah. to pop the super in the game? Then Run maybe well. you want to play well. Maybe you well, want to be you know, more effective with the super and have more kill potential, but you're going to have to wait longer. And that's pretty sweet yeah. too. So that's absolutely right. However, something to note is kind of like they're changing intellect they're changing how you get supers because now the passive regen is slowing down substantially right so the people in the back of the map 
Like, uh, when I get my super, you'll it's see. It's all over you know? for you guys. It's all yeah. over for you. It's like, I get it, okay? You, you can't win a gunfight. <laughs> you can just say that. You know what I mean? Like you, But those guys, they're in trouble now because now you have to deal damage and take damage to get the majority of your super. They will still be passive regen. You So even if you are getting clapped, I mean, I guess you'll get the taking damage part of it, but you'll still passively get some regen, and that's what that tier list is about. Apparently, the tier list does not affect how much energy you get, like, when you kill an opponent. It only affects the passiveness. So, while you're right, Tash, like, if me and you are getting the same amount of kills, and you have a well and I have, a like, a tier a tier 1 slow uh, Winter's Wrath, let's say, you'll get my, yours before mine. But you'll probably get way more kills than me, right? So... If you that means that maybe you can use a slower tier super and get it faster if you're popping off. Do, so do it's you not a, all with your primary. With your primary. Do you have a quick breakdown? Do you have a quick breakdown of like what was the passive rate? Like if I was tier ten intellect, how quick would I get my super before versus now? I don't no know kills. that. I don't know no? that. Okay. They didn't say that. They didn't. Oh, they didn't that. specify. Okay. No, but they said they kind of said in six v six it should feel roughly the same. In 3v3, probably going to feel like less supers in total. So that's what yeah. they did say. Hmm. And it's so nice. They, they mentioned this too. They're trying to avoid that super o'clock. And I, I hate this time of every match where it's, yeah. like, it's like 12 supers are up. And you're like, well, it's chaos. And I'm going to die a bunch for the next you know minute and a half to two minutes of the match. It's just super, 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 super. And yeah. then it subsides again. You know what I mean? So... Now it's going to be like a, a trickle, a steady trickle, depending on what people are running. And uh, like we mentioned, I thought it was a really cool idea that they said, um, you know, primary damage specifically is going to give you the most bang for your buck, the biggest returns on a supercharge uh, yeah. rate. Which W key warriors, man, they might have to change how they play. Like you, the shotgun is going to give you less super than... You know, a so they're just gonna switch to that. Hill. They're just gonna switch to the GLSMG th- builds where they just oh. ape at you and just go blam and switch to the SMG and clean you up. Well, the W key warriors are also using losing one shot shoulder. I've seen a lot of Titans very upset by that. I'm uh, upset. I that's one thing I don't like. I'm a go little ahead. salty about that too. Honestly, as a Titan main, we'll have to see how it goes. Like I can see like question you. Yeah. Why would you ever shoulder charge then? Because because you're you're exposing yourself gun down and you don't have something like the you know like the sentinel where you're getting a shield or, or anything like like you're getting no value then yeah I think what they said is that they've upped the potency of it so it's like more reliable at tracking and stuff so essentially I think the plan is you dart in and then get a quick melee after they're dead so you get that inertial first melee off like easily and then with another pop or one shot with your hand can or whatever yeah. they're dead so, so you're gonna travel farther and tra- and it's gonna have better tracking yeah, so like, you're gonna hit people more with it it's just it's sus but- you know what the thing is though if it is bad they can buff it and they can easily buff specific abilities like okay if you want a one shot shoulder charge you know we're giving it to ha- uh, the, the the hammer strike not the hammer strike but like maybe it's hammer strike the, the fire one the solar one right that can one shot has a longer recharge, but it can one-shot. Like, go go and do that now, mm. right? Like, they can right. change it individually on that level uh, if it is too weak. And you got to remember something that I think people are forgetting when they're making, like, Rage Reddit posts is, like, this is being designed so it can fit a totally different environment when Year 5 launches, right? Now, you're going to have that same layout as the Darkness subclasses, so you're going to be able to 
say, I want this type of melee. Like, you don't have to pick, you know, bottom tree and you're stuck with a certain type of melee, right? You can say, no, no, no. I want this melee from top tree right now or whatever, right? Then I want this grenade, right? This exact grenade. Then I want these different augments that make my melee or make my grenade more powerful. You can like build craft way easier. So I think that's like a huge thing is like the shoulder charge thing might sound dumb now, but maybe there's an augment coming that's going to make it crack out of its mind, right? We don't, true. we don't know. True, true, true. Because they are, because they're doing void first and then every, every new season, the next element, right? So, so it's yeah. going to be about yeah. one year and everything will be revamped. Yeah. Or, or like half a year or like nine months, whatever you want to say. And then once you have everything in their new slots, who's to say they don't add like, they could just add another augment or another fragment for like arc. Arc yeah. gets, gets a new augment. And then sure. it's like the, the meta's on its head, right? Like that could be wild. I am excited about Gen- Genshin again. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. I wish. Uh, I am actually excited about Destiny again. I don't know if I'm going to play the anniversary stuff because, I mean, I guess the changes are happening, but I think I might skip because I got ditched by Glad and Frostbolt for the for the dungeon, and so now I don't have a dungeon team, and I'm like, well, then I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, because I, I wanted someone do- who actually has played the game in the last six months. Oh, <laughs> Glad hasn't. He, he hasn't been True. playing. True. He's been playing other games True. too. Uh, they're playing with this guy named Chevy. I never heard of him before. Never heard of him. Yeah. He, he plays Final He's not Fantasy. Going anywhere. But <laughs> he plays um, Final Fantasy. Oh my god. I don't know. Like February, I'm I'm getting hyped for it. I really want to try it out and. These balance changes, I think there's a lot of good stuff there. And honestly, like some of my big issues with the game, I hate dying to supers. And um, if people that run tier 10 intellect hiding at the back of the map get one less super each game, I'm vibing. And if I get one extra super because I'm slapping, I'm vibing. I love that. I'd love it. I really do enjoy primary gunfights. And I feel like all I get killed by is grenade launchers, fusion rifles, shotguns. And if people are more motivated to have their primary out, maybe that happens less. Like, we're going to have to see. But even just getting tagged with abilities. Like, I, I just feel like there's always grenades and shurikens and different things that are hitting me. And uh, I'm excited to just hopefully strafe around and shoot people. Because I've been playing Halo, and we'll get into that later. But it is very satisfying to me to just duel someone one-on-one. My gun skill, my movement, I win. It's that little hit of dopamine that I need. And yeah. mm-hmm. every time it's an ability kill, I don't get it. I don't have any of that uh, in my brain. So All this yeah. really just boils down to the fact that these changes are actually going to uh, really change the Destiny experience down to its core, like down to its foundational level. So uh, yeah, excited about it. It's going to be a I, new exploratory period. Right? Can I say, I, I don't understand the people who are like, they went too far. Like, I, this is BS. Like, now I, I can't get a kill with an ability. Like, I've seen some people being, like, like mad. And obviously, they're getting clowned on a bit. It's like, okay, you're going to have to shoot in a first-person shooter. Like, I don't know what you said. They're like, well, I don't want it. Why would I get kills with my grenades or whatever? It's like, the thing is, like, we need change every once in a while. Like, like I've seen a lot of hunters very salty about the dodge changes. And maybe Bungie went too far. Literally, like, maybe this is an over-nerf. Bungie is definitely openly admitted they've over-nerfed stuff before, right? So, yeah. if it is, hopefully we can get it adjusted back up. But it's like, you've had 
three years of dodging to win every single gunfight. Hunters, you're going to actually have to try to win a gunfight without dodging once in a while now. And they're absolutely crying about it. It's like, listen, it changes good. Let's try new stuff. If it is too much, revert it, right? Or like buff it by a little bit or go halfway. But you got to change things up. You can't just have the same meta for three years in a row. Like, Um, it's just not fun. Do you know what's one thing? that I am noticing. I'm just looking at the tiers. Like, Well of Radiance is the fastest, and then you've got Blade Barrage and Silence and Squall. Uh, almost all of the roaming supers are yeah. the, high are ones, the, yeah. the highest. And thank God, right. I hate the roaming supers. I, yeah. it, just, it, it just feels like it's so constant. There's people roaming around, and because you can't shoddy melee them or, like, grenade hand cannon them down like you could in Destiny 1, they're just oppressive. They pop a super, and they run at you, and there's so many situations where I go, all right, well... I'm dead. I guess I, I'll die. <laughs> I, I don't even try to run because I know I can't run or I know I can't kill them and I just eat it. And I, I'm so happy that potentially is anyone I, else I die to less roamers. A little salty that Silence and Squall is like second fastest tier and somehow they're like, th- that's a roaming super too. That shit robes around the map and <laughs> yeah, follows me around. Let me tell you. Like that, I saw that and it was like, whoa. Like I, I, I feel like that is a huge get well, for- Well, they're losing Shatterdive, really, in, in yeah. its current form. So their True. neutral game's taking a real hit. Is yeah. it though? They, like, they still have Touch of Winter that makes all the grenades cracked out of their mind like you have a dust field grenade with a radius the size of like a a, a football stadium it's absolutely wild and all i know is it's gonna be better than what we got now so i'm I'm fine (laughs) i'm fine with it true i feel like there's still be a lot of revenant hunters like trust me they're just gonna switch to touch of winter if you guys had to put your your kind of top three supers top three classes going into the new patch what would your vote be who are you like? What characters are you playing in PvP, Ryan? Oh, it next next season moving forward. Yeah. So I think for Warlocks, you're looking at top tree. Dawnblade is still gonna be king um, because of the neutral game. Icarus Dash, uh, short firebolts with the firebolts on a shorter cooldown. Hunters no longer being able to uh, break the tracking of a firebolt by dodging. It's gonna do 65 damage, and then you're gonna do two shots with a 140 hand cannon, and they're gonna be dead. So that's going to be a really, I think that's going to be a pretty nice setup. So I think Top Tree Dawnblade is going to be on top for Warlocks. I think Arc Striders are actually going to be on top. Uh, again, I think we're going to go back to an Arc Strider meta uh, would be my guess uh, for Hunters. And then for Titans, um, I'm actually thinking you might see more Bottom Tree Sunbreaker. Um, and also, I, 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 I guess if I had to pick, I think you're going to see more War to Dawn Sentinels. Cause that Sentinel Super is gonna come up. They said they said um, tier that's tier five. So it's gonna be like with when well of they radius. separate it. When they separate, right? Exactly. In, in so, which queen? And which in queen. Which queen? Yeah. That's gonna be huge because getting to create orbs for your team and get uh, a map mid map control on command before any others. Because that's a big that's a big reason people don't run bubbles is because other supers roaming supers just destroy them and they they laugh at bubbles like ha oh, nice bubble nerd. But now there's not going to be a roaming super to do anything about it. So mm. I think you're going to see bubble. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah, I, I don't know. And like even the the exotics, like they're making quite a few changes to exotics. And it just feels like it's going to be a new game. And I am longing for a new, I don't know, a new experience in Destiny, whether it's the content, but even just the sandbox. Like I miss 
loving PvP. And right now, I still am like pretty. I don't. I want. I don't want to say resentful of PvP, but like as soon as stasis happened, like that was that was a really tough time for me. I I I borderline hated the game when stasis came out. Uh, which is like I don't want to be super negative, but. Like, obviously, I quit and I played Genshin and stuff, and it was really big on the channel, but I genuinely just didn't want to play either. I was looking for an out because I was so unhappy. And seeing the changes they've continued to make to Stasis, like, they've nerfed it and changed it, like, four times, I feel like. And now some of the other yeah. things that are annoying that are getting addressed, I'm happy. The only thing, I think one of the only things that I pray they do, delete grenade launchers. Holy I can't handle those goddamn weapons. I just can't <laughs> believe that they're in the game. I hate them. Uh, they, yeah, they're, pretty... they're just so frustrating to me. Honestly, they're great additions to PvE, and yes. it made sense to move them, because it, it made no sense to have breech-loaded and multi-shot grenade launchers both as heavy weapons when the game first came out. Like It makes sense to move them to the special slot. Right. Just... Just make them less lethal in PvP. Like, just make them do less damage in PvP. Like, to finish someone off or to start an engagement, maybe, but they shouldn't, like, almost kill you, right? Is right. a thing. Yeah, they just... They just annoy me. Um, is there any yeah, other like major be, stuff you want to talk say, about like, for the Palance? I think what, it should be similar to the Fireball Grenade, where it's, like, you get a grenade launcher, and it does, like, 65 damage, and then you can two-tap. Not a grenade launcher, and then one-tap people. Like, that's the issue. Right. Fair. Yeah, it's like it's like big area of effect kind of zoning tool, but it can't hit hard as well. Exactly. Yeah, I see that. Uh, any other major stuff you want to talk about from the kind of the balance changes? Nah, I think no, we're just good. Okay. Super excited, dude. Honestly, like great, great. I think good changes all around, and just like set again. Like if you're mad about your favorite ability getting nerfed, it's like it's setting up the framework for all these future things. Like it's going mm -hmm. now. We're gonna be able to have these variable cooldowns and like you know i really think you're gonna see like a more diverse meta moving forward yeah agreed uh so let's move on to activision because they released another oh statement my. today and they're like oh by the way <laughs> we're doubling down and uh we 100 yeah we stand <laughs> behind bobby Bobby K, untouchable baby, untouchable. Bobby throws the best parties, so I stand Bobby. It's basically Woo! what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. My man Bobby, bro, this guy, this guy gets away with it all. Like Bobby, like, I, I, like this since we, I think we mentioned Sony that the CEO of Sony was like, yo, like we gotta maybe reevaluate our Activision relationship, and now Phil Spencer of Xbox has said the same thing. Yeah. So PlayStation and Xbox are both like, we do not support Bobby. The, Bobby is not our boy. Like, this guy is, should resign. And Bobby's like, I ain't going nowhere, baby. <laughs> I'm still here. And the board's like, that's our boy. <laughs> I, I can't believe this, dude. I literally, like, I, I, any other company, this would, any other company, this guy would be out in, like, two seconds. He would have been like, out months ago. Dude, like, the CEO, like, sneezes. Or there's, like, the tiniest bit of controversy, and they replace the CEO because they yeah. don't want the stock market to fall. That's right. I've never seen... A board like, stand maybe, behind. Yeah. I've never seen a response by this. I, like, honestly, CEOs have been ousted for, like, on, maybe even too early, in my opinion, in, in other circumstances, because, like, you know, there's, like, a rumor or, or something that isn't really that bad, but just, like, some people think it might be bad. But, like, Bobby is, like, full negativity, and he's just not going anywhere. And... Yeah. 
it's like how many strippers did the board members bang behind their wives' back that he knows about? Yeah! Or, 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 or like some <laughs> crazy dirt that they're like, nah, he's going to do it. And the thing is, is like, I'm dedicated to fixing this. And, uh, you know, everyone I'm, believes, you know, everyone on the board believes in Bobby that he's going to come and, and have this righteous fix. He fostered the culture. He's been yeah. there for like 20 years. It's not like he's been there for a year and he's trying to turn the ship around. He built the ship. It's going with his gasoline and it, like he started all of this. I just I can't fathom it. I can't understand it. It is crazy. Like Yeah, you're right. It's like <laughs> I'm going to fix this mess that I caused. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to you. It's like it, it is absolutely wild and you wonder like, especially with this new... The new statement that they were standing by him came out yesterday. This is recent news. And, you know, is something actually going to happen with Xbox and PlayStation? Are they going to pull a Call of Duty? I mean, Can you imagine? Dude, I mean, certainly everyone is making money. So I don't think they're going to pull, call, like, Call of Duty. It would... And and also it's like again it, it gets into that argument of like who are you hurting more Bobby who's gonna live the rest of his life in luxury or, or the, the gamers de- the devs the who game, made yeah. the game right and uh, the gamers who are playing the game on that platform too like if if PlayStation shuts it down on and yeah. says we're not gonna you know what I mean like they got to issue out all these refunds they're letting their player base down their fans down uh, yeah. sucks really quickly Brandon Marble drops a fifty dollar donation out of nowhere to Sheesh. us thank you so much we appreciate it. Very, very much. Good um, luck on the adept hothead. Hope you get explosive light, field prep, gamer. <laughs> I just feel like also though, if you're gonna come out and like call out Activision, and be like, we should reevaluate our relationship. It's like put your money where your mouth is. Then, like yeah. if you're if you're gonna call yeah. out, like that, then do it. Then then do it. Make them change, and then you look like a badass. You know, your company looks like a badass. Yeah, maybe you lose a couple of dollars here and there, but. Do it for the greater good. Do it this, for us. This, the thing but. is, like, both of them would have to come. Like, let's say Phil Spencer and Xbox was like, you know what? We're pulling uh, Call of Duty from the Xbox store until Bobby resigns. This is not appropriate. Like, this guy is running. This guy should not be in charge of this company, right? Mm-hmm. And then Bobby being Bobby, right, is like, all right, we're PlayStation exclusive now. We don't need Xbox. Right. But then PlayStation would look so bad. If they, would, if they, they didn't follow so suit, bad. if they did but not all you need suit, is all you need fire. is two bobbies. Like maybe the PlayStation guy is another bobby, and we just got two. We ain't going <laughs> nowhere, baby. And they're just and like you know what I mean. So I think if they if they both did it though, and we're like it's only on PC. Like console is the Call of Duty bread and butter. So if they both pulled the bullet, it's over. Like he, Bobby would be gone in a day, right? Yeah. Because the share, the the stock price would tank. It's yeah. already down a lot, but yeah, it's down and not like, dude, like it goes down a dollar and CEOs get ousted. I can't even like Bobby is like, uh, it, it is actually very bizarre. I've never seen anything like this, and it's like, like what? Yeah, where do we go from here? Like I don't know. Like, like it was just Bobby just decides never to leave. Like, and the board is like Bobby, yeah. baby. What, like, what, I've never seen it, like, what happens? What happens now? Does he, like, barricade himself in the office? He's like, (laughs) no, I'm not leaving until you give me another 150 million. 
Remember from the office when Michael Scott is like reading his his he's like it will take a SWAT team to get me out. And even then, <laughs> like and yeah. even then, you know, like that's Bobby reading that. Like I, I've that's never right. seen anything like it. Well, so, I would be surprised if the board's like we're gonna we not only we do are we gonna stand with Bobby, we're gonna give him a a multi million dollar bonus just for the stress that he's had to endure this year. Oh, Dude, my like what God. kind of what kind of like ritual Bohemian Grove sacrifice to Moloch like weird <laughs> thing did did Bobby and the board do divine like that he has on these people? Because the he's board a Scientologist. That's what it is. Dude. They're all Scientologists or something, and they're and and they're yeah. pr- protecting them. What? Tom Cruise has got a helicopter. <laughs> they're, they're meeting up. I what's, I don't know what, what it is. What's more likely that is just that they have footage of these parties. Probably that's that's probably the question, that's probably honestly. what's going on there. Uh, so, dude, yeah, Bobby's setting up these parties. He's he's got dirt on everybody that attended. He's like, oh, hey man, I'm gonna make a tweet that says I'll step down if I need to. But you and I both know that's not gonna happen because because if you guys tell me to step down, you you know what I can tell them about you, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, blackmail, dude. It's wild. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see if Xbox and PlayStation are, are serious about, uh, like, actually doing something to get him out of there. We'll see if he finally just breaks one day. The shit that the 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 price tanks too far. It's really interesting because it's it's not just a gaming thing. It's like this is like a an industry like I've never seen anything industry like this before. Slash social experiment that we've never yeah. seen play out. You know. But but what happens if he does stay though? And all the people who work for the company go. I'm finding a different company. What if yeah. what if Overwatch continues to be delayed? Diablo, Warcraft. They said people aren't even working on Warcraft right now. That's how many people are are like protesting and like walked out. Warcraft isn't even being worked on uh, because of all this. I don't know. It's just it's just bizarre. It's like yeah, that that piece of trash is still in power. I'm not coming back. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm just gonna fold all of my ideas, all this hard work. Like good luck. I wonder. I, I, I would say again, like, I think a boss move would be EA or Ubisoft saying, like, we'll hire people who are yeah. disgusted with Bobby Kovic and they start poaching Activision people left mm-hmm. and right. Yeah, fair. Whew. Dude, the developer industry, this is one of the things I've learned over the course of my last, you know, like almost a decade now being immersed in this industry. Um, the developers, not so much the publishers. Maybe developers I'm, just, I'm just I'm just more I'm just more in tune with the, the developer side of things. Um, they're pretty progressive uh, folks, they really are. And so a, a situation like this, where you're looking at um, you know specifically women who have been really preyed upon, I think that it really would not be a far stretch to to see some of these developers start hiring people specifically say. hey, we would be happy to try and get some talent um, from Activision and Blizzard, because partially because we need to hire people, but also because we really want to help some of these people out. Like it would be a win-win. Yeah. We'd really love to get them out well, of that and give them an opportunity to, to leave and and feed their families. Well, I would even like you say they're progressive folk, which I think you know is probably true. But it's like even the most like staunch Trump supporter would look at Activision and be like, "Bro, this is you should not be sending nude pictures." Of your, you know what I mean? Like, this is a kind of a, this is an issue pretty much across the spectrum where everyone's like, this is some really, like, un, unprofessional behavior. Like, how, 
we, we were making fun of them early when this first story first came up. But it's true. Like, how do you get stuff done? How do you, like, how, this is not fostering a good work environment. Like, how many good employees are disgusted by this, turned away, have bad experiences, all this crazy, horrible stuff that's happening. Again, the, the one uh, poor woman that was that committed suicide because of all this stuff. And it's like, yeah. how you, you, this is like the opposite of a good work environment. And, and another thing that I've learned about the developers is that they're pretty mobile. You'll actually see, sure. I mean, you saw Bungie devs, there's Bungie devs that left Bungie, did something else, worked another project and came right back with Bungie. Like there seems to be not quite the, like you work for us always. It's a revolving like, door. Yeah. Pe- yeah. People go around to different companies. So again, it's like, Oh my goodness, man. Like, this is actually pretty, like, could we just see people have a mass exodus? And I think that's really, really possible. Yeah. And, I mean, there are some other smaller studios that are starting up. And, like, there is, there's one with a bunch of the the Warcraft people, and they're trying to make another new kind of MMO adventure game. There's not a lot of details on it, but it's like, what if these awesome developers go indie, and they're making better games than the AAA devs? Why would you go back to Blizzard? You know, if if you've got a team that's essentially Blizzard without all the sexual harassment, uh, maybe you can get a better game, sell that game. Getting it to market is tough, but anyways. Dude, it's just like, I, I, just, I, get, I just can't believe he's just like, I'm going nowhere and the board's like, he's our guy where he's like, yeah. it, he's just not going anywhere. I just don't understand what happens next. Yeah. Um... Speaking of what happens next, Halo oh, Infinite. Oh, this is some uh, drama, yeah, dude. There, there's a lot of people angry about Halo Infinite again. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't see initially, there was some issues with the battle pass and how monotonous and almost impossible it was to level it up. And then they're like, they patched some stuff and they made it so you can get a little bit more progress from just playing games. But now the new event has launched and people are raging like all over the place uh, on yeah. Reddit. I've seen a lot of posts on Twitter. People are saying that um, uh, people are unhappy with the shop in-game. They're saying that it's, you know, super expensive. They think it's predatory. It is a free-to-play game, though. And so it's like they need to monetize somehow, I suppose. Um, maybe not, though, because they are selling, you know, the, you know, the campaign and everything and Forge and all that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't have any friends that are complaining. It's almost like I hear people are complaining through people, and I can see why the battle pass, uh, that was busted. And it's a little bit better. But, like, for context, I'm level 5, I think, on the battle pass, and I have 23 hours played. If <laughs> so I, I'm higher than you. <laughs> if I was playing any other game, and, and like, I, I've only played ranked, so I don't have a lot of the quests done, because, like, you, you could play big team battle and all that stuff, but... If I played any other shooter game, I'd be like level 40 on the battle pass after 23 hours. Like, your boy would be pretty far into it. And I'm level 5 out of, I think it's 100. I'm pretty sure it's 100. So, at this rate, uh, I'm going to take Sometime a while. next year. Right? I'm <laughs> going to take a while. That's and, right. Uh, and then with the new event, too, people are just saying super monotonous. It's just, they, yeah. they don't even want to grind it out, even though there's a cool skin that you can get and everything, but... I'm not sure. Halo Infinite, it's had an interesting start. I see a lot of hype, and people are, like, praising the game and love it. There's some people that are indifferent, but I think that it's some rose-colored glasses or something like that. It's like people miss... Really? 
I, I feel like people missed Halo and they're playing it and they're having a good time with their buddies, but here's my here's my hot example. Take. Here's my hot take. Do you remember when New World came out and how addicted everyone is and they were playing yeah. every day, all day, and now no one talks about it and like the player base is rapidly declining? None of my friends are playing it. I think it's the same thing. They're going to play Halo. They're grinding it out for a, a, a couple weeks, and then they won't play it. I don't think it's a long-term, long-stay game, even though they're throwing money at esports. Because you want, do you know what? What did Ninja play the day after Halo Infinite came out? One day after it came out, he was playing Fortnite again. Ninja, who built his career or started his career on Halo, he's been posting about how excited he is for Halo. He played it for one day for a couple of hours, and then he went back to Fortnite. And I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's played again, but none of the big guys are playing it long term. Doc's been playing it here and there, but I think they're just like buying, you know, buying time until the next Warzone update or Fortnite update because <laughs> sure, I don't know. I just don't think it's it's. I think it's dated. I think I think fans of the arena shooter genre are gonna feel right at home there. Absolutely, it's it really is a quite a nostalgic title. I think that um, credit to three four three where it's due, they delivered an arena shooter that's banging. I think I really think they did. Yeah. Uh, my problem is that I just don't think that 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 holds my interest long term. Yeah. And um, I don't think that means it's a bad game. I just think that it doesn't hit me as its target audience. I think the arena shooter audience is gonna just freaking adore this game for a long time as long as 343 continues to support it and uh respond to feedback which they have already been doing uh some hit some miss as long as they continue to listen to the community i think this game's gonna be it's gonna hit the it's it's intended audience for a long time i just don't think that intended audience really is me anymore i think i fell out of favor with the arena shooter genre a a long time ago and while I do still play, I mean, I played two hours of Halo last night before going to bed with some friends of mine. I'm still well, playing it. I just don't think it's going to be like a, a flagship game for me. There's something you said. It's like you're, they're going to have to support it. But that's kind of the issue here is like this first event ever for Halo. This is the first event we're doing, right? They got this sick like samurai armor. Everyone's like, oh, that looks dope. But then they have this horrible like progression system. Get a, a couple captures. I don't want to play Capture the Flight, right? I want to play Team Deathmatch or whatever. So I, mm-hmm. you're forcing me to do something I don't want to do because I want this armor. That's not so bad. But then it's like, oh, get a kill with a certain weapon. I hate that weapon. I, I don't want to get kills with this weapon or use this certain ability or whatever. And now it's like, from what I've heard, it's like people, you see people camping in the back of the map trying to get this ability or trying to get this like vehicle or do whatever to get like these things completed and it's like they're not having fun. Mm-hmm. Their team is not having fun because they one man down trying to get this stupid challenge done. And it, you can only make a small amount of progress per week. You can't even like grind and get it like the first week, which is like, like I, I, I know that's something that Destiny is actively trying to prevent, but it's like you got to give grinders cha- a chance to grind because you grinders get everything done in the first few days. And they're like, I literally can't progress this further. Every hour I play is pointless now. I have to wait until next week. And that's a bad thing too. And it's one of those things where it's like, the game came out, huge praise, people having fun. Why have this greedy system? Do they really need the extra bucks from like selling the like samurai sword thing that's $15? Why can't it be $5? Like seriously, why can't it be $5? You might even sell more that way. It's like, I don't know, it's just... 
you just get to the like do you really need that much like did the is the head developer going to be by Bobby Kovic getting a $125 million bonus or whatever because they sold so many freaking samurai swords. I think Skillup made a really good point and said, like, this should be a loss leader. Like, just make it generous. Make it fun. What Halo is attracting people to the franchise. Halo's job is to make people buy Xboxes, not buy skins in the Halo store, right? Like, you got to think bigger picture here. So where, like, Destiny, I totally understand they can have a monetization system because they have so much of it more is free and all that stuff. And it's like, they're on their own. It's like Halo is backed up by Microsoft. And again, it's, it's purpose is to sell Microsoft products essentially. So it's like, I don't think you can like risk pissing off your community like this. It's just not worth the few extra dollars you're going to make from microtransactions. I also wonder like, there's got to be some sort of algorithm for... Can I say, wait, really quick. Someone said, like, well, Valorant's, Valorant's knife skins can be $50, right? That's not the point. Like, this isn't Valorant, right? There isn't the Valorant box. There's the Xbox, and the Xbox and Halo are, are, are linked. And it's a, Valorant isn't, exclu- isn't, you know, they're not trying to sell a certain thing. I think that's the important thing to consider. Like, X, uh, the success of Halo is directly tied to the success of Xbox and vice versa. So that's my point here. The thing is, is like, there's got to be some sort of algorithm where they're min-maxing the cost of those microtransactions. Yeah. But yeah. but is it somewhat out to lunch for some companies or like maybe they don't do enough research on it because there has to be some people that won't buy it just out of spite. And I'll give you one quick example. I was at Joey Restaurant uh, here in Edmonton. We're flipping through the menu and then I saw garlic shrimp skewer. And it was like $12. And I was like, how many shrimp are on this skewer? Are these jumbo shrimp? I'm wondering how much food is on this skewer? And I was looking at the price tag and I'm wondering how many people look at those $12 jumbo shrimp and they go, I'm not spending $12 on jumbo shrimp. But if it was just shrimp, not even jumbo shrimp. You know, but if it was $6, they would have just bought it. And, and, like, obviously it's like, well, if more people are buying the shrimp, they got to stock more. But, like, obviously there's a lot that goes into it. But... How many people look at a skin, and if it was $4.99, they'd go, eh, I'll buy it. But then they see it's 15 and they go, screw it, never. I'm not touching it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They probably have the math figured out. They realize, well, we, we sell enough to those whales that will spend the 15 We don't care about the other ones. But there's got to be a lot of people that drop out and don't spend the money because of the obscene prices on a lot of these things. And, oh, and yeah. you know, the other thing, too, is, like, someone made a comment about Fortnite skins if you compare the Raven skin, you know, it's got like all these particle effects, all this stuff, compared to a little sword dangling off your side, it's not yeah. really the same thing if you look no. at like base model to what you're getting. If you look at some of the League of Legends skins and the base model and then and then some of the other skins, they're insane. They've got all new animations. recognizable, yeah. Voice animations. Like if I don't know if you guys play League of Legends at all, but Master Yi is this guy with a sword. And then they've got these, like, cybernetic skins, and he's got, like, a freaking, you know, electric edge, really cool. He's got, like, a visor, all these different, anim- like, every single animation in the game had to be remade for his attacks. And it's like, bro, he looks like a completely new character now. I'll pay 10 bucks for that. A sure. sword dangling yeah. from my side, not so much. Yeah, 100%. And I think we talked about this on the last show. I was really underwhelmed with some of the effects, like... 
There's the the fire effect in the battle pass. If you get towards the end, you get like this I saw that recently. Fire. PNG. Did you look at it? Did yeah, you it's see cringe. it? It's cringe. It's, it's like, so why, bad. It just doesn't look like, good. I'm like off around. It's like clearly they have like a these parameters. They just make shoulders and they just let it extend. It just looks like it's yeah. been blocked off. It's somewhere. really odd looking, isn't it? Like. Yeah, I just think of um, a fire effect because I think of freaking. I go back to Reach. You know, uh, back when Bungie did Reach, um, they had effects like Pestilence and Tempest, and I remember those effects on um, on your Spartan in PvP, and they looked they looked really good and yeah. immediately recognizable. Yep. And I, I think those yes. in Reach look better than that fire effect. I was kind of bummed out. I was like, man, because I bought the battle pass. I'm working my my way through it with my buddies over time and i'm like when i get to that i don't know that i'm even gonna like equip because it just looks so weird yeah what was the armor effect called in halo reach storm inclement weather inclement weather inclement weather and pestilence yeah inclement weather i just want to google it i'm gonna i'm gonna get a picture and uh i'll I'll post in the chat if you guys want to just click on it yeah like i don't know this whole thing again it's like one of those things where it's like your game just came out. This is the first event. Why be greedy? Like, why go for the $15 Samurai Sword? Make it $5. Then, because yeah. here's the thing. Yes, you might make more money, but guess what? If you made $4.99 Samurai Sword attachments, every news article would be talking about how cheap the microtransactions are. Look at that thing. Gorgeous. Like, that's a nice-looking armor set and that's back in halo reach dude well, that's back in halo reach and that thing right. looks amazing well and i just compare apples to apples i know i'm a bit of an apex fanboy, admittedly but i think of like skins that apex releases every season and they look so good just completely completely change the way the, the character looks and feels their whole vibe and I compare that to what I'm seeing with the Battle Pass from Halo. I really do think that the core gameplay is really good. They freaking nailed it. But they really did drop the ball on these cosmetics. Just Not just in pricing, but also in what they deliver. The Samurai Armor does look pretty cool. I will give them that. But some of those effects just look... Do you, do you know what's a, a good example of that too? Because actually I've been playing a little bit of Apex recently. There's a bunch of skins in Apex that um, every single character has essentially the same version of it. And it sends, you know, there's like red arrows that go down your body or there's green ones. They're just like these like color particle effects. And they're very simple. They, they work on every skin. Halo doesn't really have anything like that. Nothing that sets you apart. No Tron you know, coloring or anything I'm like sure that. You'll get some it's so future, basic. Yeah. It's like it's like now I can paint my armor a different color. It doesn't look yeah. that much cooler. I, I I don't know. I feel like in 2021, they gotta step it up a little bit if they want to sell microtransactions because changing your armor color is like that's fine. That's cool. But you want some particle effects, some cool things going yeah. on. Like the fire steps, that one is pretty sweet. You, when you run around it like leaves like a trail of fire behind you that's pretty cool i'll take that but great way to find where people have gone though that's tactically true, a bad true. idea yeah i'll take it you know what track me down and good luck beating me in a fight you know what i'm saying <laughs> um speaking what? of another game that recently yes, came out that's getting some backlash um we got battlefield 2042 now mike i don't think you're playing correct me if i'm wrong i don't think you're playing 2042 two matches um, and then i, I deleted <laughs> i am playing uh daily i play right. it daily i'm Same addicted to it at this point yeah 
Um, I love the game. But that doesn't mean I'm blind to its issues. The community also is not. It's uh, It got review bombed like crazy It is the among the 10 worst rated games on Steam right now. That's that's pretty serious. And a lot of it's rage. Like, think about, is Battlefield 2042 really one of the 10 worst games of all time? Like, obviously no. there's games on Steam that are worse than Battlefield. Like, obviously. But it's like people taking out their frustrations on the game. Yeah. Well, so the bad news is the game launched... Uh, I mean, admittedly, I'm a big fan of the game. But I will say, it launched too early it was not ready yet it, and everyone so, told them to delay so, yeah so many bugs and glitches that um i mean sometimes you load into a game and you can't even deploy so you're like i yep. guess i'll leave other times you load into a game and you die and then your character's stuck in a down position like help 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 but you can't get revived and you can't redeploy so you just have to leave the game sometimes you'll be running around and you'll just fall through the map and you're under the map like what i i guess i live here now and you have to leave the game like there's a ton of bugs I have a friend um, that gets a server error every time he opens a game. He literally can't play. He played with us, like, for several days. Couldn't play. Yeah. Got to play for a two-hour window. Can't play now again for, like, days. It's just, like, he can't play. So... I don't know why. It was... I mean, it's stuff that's, like... It's no-brainer. Like, yeah, they knew. They knew this stuff was there, and they chose to ship it anyways. Um, there's absolutely no way they were, they were uh, unaware of those issues. So they just chose to ship it regardless. Um... And that was a mistake. Now, they do have a patch coming out tomorrow. And then in two and a half weeks, there's another patch. And these two patches are uh, are designed to address the biggest bugs in the, and glitches in the game right now. So, um, hopefully, we'll then get to a point where the game is at least stable enough that we can yeah. start thinking about the future of the game and the community can work alongside the developers to say here's the kind of things that we want because there's other stuff too like simple balancing the where the places work i'm sure you've experienced this too there's a game mode called breakthrough and a couple of the maps it's, it's unwinnable you literally can't win the game if you're on offense because the, the last tower. capture point is on it is on top of a skyscraper Ugh, and you can only yeah. go through these elevators and when the door opens yeah, they tash. have literally airdropped a tank and they're just like yeah to win, this, <laughs> to win this breakout game, you have to capture a point on top of a skyscraper. The only way to... The enemy team is spawning on top of the skyscraper. The only way to get up is to go up these little elevators. So people just camp the elevators. So you go up the elevator and the doors open and you just get gunned down immediately. Firing people, squad. <laughs> people airdrop tanks. So there's tanks looking at these doors. And as soon as the doors open, the tanks shoot. On and top of a like, skyscraper. It's just a meat grinder. And the only other way to get up is to... Um, Fly a helicopter. Like, fly a helicopter and then drop, but people just see a little parachute pathetically coming down. They just gun you down. It's like, <laughs> it is impossible to count I've never, literally, I have now, I've, I've probably got like, I, jeez, I'm not going to lie to you. I probably have over 100 hours in this game already because I'm addicted to it. I've never seen a match win Yeah. Uh, in, under those circumstances for no. the uh, offense, team on offense. It, never. Yeah. Like, it's unless unwinnable. you have the most goaded pilots of all time, like that have like a four thousand dollar like joystick setup, you're not gonna win that. No. Are you frustrated with? I mean, I know Cacus, you are super pumped for the game. Are you like frustrated? <sighs> it's yeah, because it's like the game's fun. Like when you actually play it, it's pretty darn. There's a lot of fun to be had. But for me, it's like, dude, now I got like one less person I can play with because his game glitches up every time he opens it and stuff like that. It's like, why? Why can't? 
I, I just want to play the game. I just want to play the game normally, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the biggest issue. It's like there's a lot, a lot of these glitches, and it, it, that that's the frustrating thing. It's like, dude, why couldn't they delay it? Why couldn't they delay it till January? Like, what, that's right. Because like, really, as, 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 as soon as they, as soon as they fix that stuff, as soon as they fix that stuff, the game's really good. Exactly. <laughs> it's a really good game, and Portal is freaking great. And Hazard Zone has a community that's already like really freaking loving it. Like. It's a good game, but you just got to make sure that it works properly. That's it. That's I, all I want. I want someone like really smart from one of these companies or like a similar company who does a breakdown of like, here was what the projected sales were of the game and what they thought internally. And here's what it actually did. And and it's like, oh, they were projected at like 75 million copies sold and they only sold 21 million or something like that and it's just like this is what happens when you don't release early just to prove it just to prove the fact and maybe get people thinking because like i don't even if they fix it after playing my first two matches i'm like yeah i don't think i'm gonna play this game like i'm so turned off already i got the game for free and i might not try the game again i get so turned off so quick and i'm wondering if it's just because i'm like jaded as a gamer I or, like, I, ex- I, I expect, like, a better quality game or something like that. But uh, there's so many games that I just I skip out on. But then, even if they fix it, it's, like, out of spite. I refuse to go back. Yeah. I'm like, nope. Yeah. You, you had my attention, and you're not getting it again. I've been hurt, and I'm not getting hurt again. There's certainly a lot of that. But you know what's interesting? It's, like, Russian Badger put out a video uh, just sticking around in the beta actually um because it takes him so long to make videos that's not hate just uh, observation and he's saying he's like i don't care about the negativity he's like this game he's like if it's not a botched buggy launch he's like is it even a battlefield game and you're like huh, honestly good point and he's just like dicking around and laughing at the glitches and, and just like having fun it's like if you don't take it seriously you know we're we're, we're t- looking at it from the lens of like a competitive has to be good shooter but if you just go in there to jump around and parachute down and throw C4 at people and you don't care if you ended like five and 20 and you're just having fun, then it's like that. And, and a lot of battlefield players are like that. Then you don't care that much. Right. Fair. So it's like an interesting perspective. It's like, you know, we're right that this game did not, maybe shouldn't have launched, but the people just dicking around in portal and just doing all this crazy battlefield stuff that like think the glitches are funny. They don't care. Right. And it's one of the most played games right now, despite it being ranked so terribly. So, like... <laughs> I play it all the time. And the, the the team chat is always people Hilarious. crapping on the game. But and everyone's always like, but you're here. You're still playing. And they're like, I know, I'm having fun, but the game's busted. It's just so funny to me. Because that's where everyone is. We, I think, um, I mean, I'm, I'm addicted to the game because it is. The core experience is really freaking fun. Just real yeah. freaking fun. Uh, but it doesn't make me blind to the issues, and I think we're all just kind of frustrated. We really wish they would have um, shipped a, a product that was complete, and uh, it'll get there. I think honestly, by the end of the mo- um, probably halfway through December, it's going to be in a pretty stable uh, state, you know, gameplay wise. But we do have, we do got some forward progress to make, and and uh, and allegedly, and and Cactus, you were talking about this before we even went live. Um, leaks are suggesting that we're going to get a new specialist, several new guns, a couple new vehicles, and new maps every season. Yeah, which really, I mean, which isn't surprising. That's pretty in line with what we've seen 
from DICE in the past with their past releases. I remember Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4. Just, it's just a constant flow of new maps and new guns. So you're just constantly grinding and grinding and grinding. You're like, hey, new gun came out. This one really jives with me. Now you're unlocking your attachments. You're playing the new maps. You're trying to level up your efficiencies with the new with the new uh, vehicles and unlock their weapon systems and all that stuff. It's a fun grind. Yeah. So I think we'll get there. Um, before we get on to the final topic, did you know that there's a massive sale going on right now at advanced.gg? Did you know you, oh, you yeah. get a, a, an amazing uh, little discount right now? Go to advanced.gg and uh, you can... Use the discount code there. I think it's BF2021, Black Friday 2021. Or use code RGH, whatever you want. You know, it's up to you. Whatever you want. But uh, check it out, and thank you so much for helping pay for our editors advanced. We love you. Now, the final one. This is the, the shocker. Cacus, do you want to kick it off because yeah, you're the one just, that brought us It's these. a short story, but so interesting. There's this random little indie game called, like, pixel zoo or like let's go to the zoo or something little game uh but they had some support and they're they're just doing a breakdown they're like yeah it was actually kind of an interesting breakdown it's like yeah we sold thirty-two thousand copies in the first week and we that's about five hundred thousand dollars in revenue we expect seven hundred thousand dollars in revenue um in the first month so this is the type of like support and content we're able to make with that and all this stuff right it was interesting and someone asked like the game launched on Steam and Epic Games at the same time, and someone asked a question like, hey, what was like the breakdown of Steam versus Epic Games? Like, what do you sell mm-hmm. on which? And he replied, the dev replied like, 1%. And they're like, wait, 1% different? Or he's like, no, no, Epic Games was 1% of our sales. Steam was 99%. <laughs> and it's like, oh my but it, God. Competitive right? market, though. That's insanity because it's like, why would you jump through all the hoops to go on Epic Games if they're paying 1%? people? They're they're paying people out the butt to keep Epic Games going, and it's just like, yeah. why? I, I I don't know. Like, is it worth the upkeep? All this stuff. It's just like such a like we knew we knew Steam was more popular, but like it, that's pretty shocking to hear because of Epic Games pushes the Epic Games store so much. I mean, they gave away Grand Theft Auto for free. They do all everyone and, and their grandma downloaded it during that time like you know what i mean like everyone has the epic game store download they just never yeah. never open it up mm-hmm. well, <laughs> the like, most uh, action i get from that app is is all the pop-ups it gives me and i'm just like really frustrated yeah. like get off my screen go yeah it's really interesting i wonder if it's like the algorithm on steam like that game launches it gets a bunch of sales in the first day from like the hardcore fans and then it pushes it like, Hey, you liked Stardew Valley, check this one out. And then they buy it too. And it, you know, it kind of snowballs where Epic yeah. games, it's just kind of like the, the homepage where it's like, do you want to buy Jedi fallen Knight or like, I, I don't know what the, I guess that's yeah. probably origin, but could be, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's like curated maybe as much as steam steam is knows kind of what I want. Whenever a new roguelike game comes out, steam is always shoving it in my face and like, Hey, Want to yeah. buy this one too, and then That's I buy right. it as well because I. They've love got Netflix. a really. It's true. They have a really good algorithm that kind of that kind of figures out what you're into. Because I get that all the time. Like me and my buddies, when I'm not streaming at night, we play a lot of like survival games. So mm-hmm. it's like you might you might like the game The Forest. And we're like, what's that? And then we played it, and we're like, we're hooked. And we played it for months, and then it was like, hey, you might like this game, Generation Z, and we we're like. 
We do. <laughs> You're right. Well, it's interesting. Like someone said, horrible, ex horrible example, guys. Bullshit story. We should cancel the stream. He said, horrible example. The game was placed on the front page of Steam. It's kind of our point, dude. Like that's kind of the point we're making. It's like a little small indie game. Steam is still promoting that stuff. Was it placed on the front page of Epic 2? Maybe, maybe not. If not, why not? Like, it's a new game. And how did they if, how did they ring it that they placed that in front of Skyrim or some other thing on Steam? Like, why this indie game on the front page of Steam? And was it on the front page? He might have only seen it because it's his front page. Yeah, is I it on might not have seen I've it. I've never right. seen it. That's what. That's no. our entire point. Also, not only that, but if if. If Epic Launcher is such a good competitor and is worth investing in, don't you think the people who have a ton of expendable capital would invest in putting their game on that platform? Can you play Halo on Epic Launcher? No. 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 What about the new Skyrim? You know, the remastered version of Skyrim. No. You can play you know Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite? Borderlands. Like, Fortnite. That's kind really? of my point. I love if, Fortnite. I love Fortnite. If they're worth the money, if that if that platform is so competitive, why don't you see more? You know, more people go there. I don't know the people, especially the people who have a ton of expendable revenue. It's just like interesting. It's just like what can Epic Games do to attract more people? Because like, there's nothing wrong with having a comparative Steam. You know, the Steam servers are bull. The Steam servers shut down every hour. It feels like, <laughs> pop, I'm playing Destiny. Steam servers are down. Restart your game. Restart the game. Ten minutes later, Steam servers are down. Like, so, like, there's certainly things that Epic could do better than Steam. It's just, they just haven't quite found their niche yet. And it's just kind of an interesting thing. Because the dev was actually, the, the more interesting point was that the dev was asked, like, is it worth the upkeep? And he's kind of like, no. Because they've got to, like, submit all their updates and keep the game updated on these different platforms so it's more work for these devs. If they can focus on just one thing, Steam is easier for them. So that's something yeah. to consider as well. Right. right. Wow. Yeah. Right. Do you know what? Really quickly, I was just randomly looking at Steam charts. New World? 25-hour uh, peak is down to 100,000 players. Oof. Or, or 117,000. Like, they're getting, like, 900,000, and then even, like, four, five, six, seven hundred thousand. Like, it, I mean, that's still a good amount of players. But you can still sustain your company on 100,000 Yeah, I mean, players. Destiny, for example, is at, like, 44,000 right now. So it's double Destiny. But I'm, I'm just surprised. I thought it might still be generating, like, you know, like, two or 300,000 because it was so high. Um, that's just really surprising. Cause, and I guess the reason why is because, like, when Destiny, it's only ever hit, like, two or three hundred thousand at peak ever and new world was at a million and so it's like you know maybe it would trickle down slower it'd have a lot of people but that game is rapidly rapidly declining yeah um, all right guys I mean, it's time after dark yeah or rgh after, after dark essentially we're gonna open up to you guys go ahead and ask us whatever questions and we'll discuss them usually it's just us ranting about true vanguard's Con liquor consumption or some crap like that. I By the way, was just drinking lemonade drinking? tonight. Lemonade. Just lemonade. With lemonade, anything else? Is it bro. just lemonade? It's just lemonade. All right. Uh, but go ahead and ask your questions. Obviously, we give priority to our lovely members who support us. If you want to become a member, just click that join button or Tash will put a link sometime. Yeah, I just put um, it in there. 
Perfect. And yeah, so let's, let's get I, the first. The first question I think is just someone saying, um, "Why do games suck all of a sudden?" Or am I just getting old and looking at games of the youth with my road rose-colored glasses? Well, it's interesting. I think like as a whole, maybe like games aren't necessarily worse, but they certainly have worse launches. And I think the reason is because like now devs are like launch it early and we'll fix it as we go and we'll kind of pretend that these fixes are just like new features and new content right i mean that's almost like destiny is a little bit guilty of that as well whereas like you when you launched modern warfare 2 that was the game they didn't add any new weapons the idea of like adding new weapons was like insane right so they just add map packs whereas now you add a call of duty with barely any weapons and you just keep adding weapons in the new seasons and because players are starved and want more weapons because there's so little weapons they really like the seasons right like um so i think it's a little bit of both but certainly the launches of games i feel like have gotten rougher it's just like become more acceptable to launch an unfinished product mm-hmm. yeah and they just keep getting away with it so they just keep on doing it and they keep making yep. millions of dollars and the executives uh want the kpis and they just like they're share price must go up the quarterly financials must be there post the game or nothing like it just uh it's so uh corporate now like it truly is so corporate yeah it's too bad and uh, a lot of the people they're not in control the devs aren't in control they they would delay it if they could but corporate people make them post it there's some good questions in the chat one of them asks how's how's the new outrage dlc I haven't dived in yet, but I plan on it. I actually really loved my time with Outriders. Um, but the early uh, reports from some pretty credible sources are that it's pretty dope. Like, if you I might played Outriders... Play this weekend, yeah. Yeah, if you played Outriders... Maybe you didn't play Outriders. You're thinking about hopping into it. Freaking do it. I actually thought the base game was really fun. I got a lot of time out of it until I, you know, until I get to the end of it, which is, you know, that happens in games. Uh, but it was it was money well spent and time Again, the well impo- spent. The Im- absolutely, I agree with you. And I think the important thing is they've said, we are not a live game. You're going to play it. You're going to have fun. You're going to be done with it. And that's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not every game needs to, like, I mean, maybe what well, we just said, the, the bad launch is, like, every game that's had a bad launch is trying so hard to be a live service game. And they're almost, like, putting so many resources and planning out what's going to come in seasons one, two, and three, and four. They don't put enough into the base game. Yeah, yeah. that's right. True. The new transmog system is totally free Better and totally banging. Like yeah. you literally, it's any piece of armor in the game, period, that you want to be wearing, freaking wear it. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, make your character look exactly the way you want them to. Imagine if it'd be like this. It'd be like if Destiny launched and they're like any piece of armor you've ever collected on any character can be a can can be an ornament at any time. So you can be on your Titan. And you can you can have your Titan have a uh, worm husk helmet, <laughs> the nothing yeah. manacles on, with the uh, you know Starfire protocol transverses whatever you freaking want. It'd be so beautiful, like truly whatever you want. Uh, isn't Outriders free on Game Pass? I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Pretty Pass. sure it is. I think it has been since day one, pretty much. Uh, what day do you guys one on is, uh, console? and then later at least on pc game pass too what are, your, what are your plans for the holidays anything yeah so uh thanksgiving here in the states is tomorrow so uh wife's family tomorrow so uh 
be with my uh, in-laws and brother and sister-in-law and all that business tomorrow. Nice Kids will play. We'll eat a lot of food. I'll hate myself at the in the evening. It's great. Love it. Um, and then for the weekend, headed down south to uh, visit uh, my folks and uh, down in Indianapolis. It'll be good. Sweet. So I got a couple of cocktails. I'm bringing recipes down to make my dad because... Make you dad. You just make yourself one too at the same time, though, right? Well, of course. <laughs> but I'm also making the TV homemade caramel pecan pie to bring Ooh. down. Ooh. I haven't had a, fl- a slice yet, but I would love to. Come on down, my man. See, what would you we're do Canadian, we so we're not doing anything. So maybe we could. Like we we I don't mean, have anything going on. Hop if on you a guys plane, showed- red eye tonight. If you guys showed up, I'd treat you well. I'd, I'd, I'd show you good hospitality. But you'd be low key. We'd hear him and his wife like, what? "They actually came." Like, are I you can't serious? They actually showed up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't even warn us. They said, "Hey, we're gonna show up," and then they just did. Did you give out the address? I didn't. <laughs> and and uh, how much pecan pie do they think we have? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Let's see. Any other big juicy questions? Some uh, feedback about Outrise just saying, like, yeah, Outrise is pretty good right now. Chat, you've got to commit more to these questions. We, we, we live off the questions. Because if not, it devolves. The chat trying, devolves. We become is, degenerate. Here's a, de- here's a decent question that um, Cactus could probably no, speak to as no, well. I'm ignoring it. Don't ask me Dustin's question. I saw it. It was the question, what's a better game, Vanguard okay. or, or Battlefield okay. 2042? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's um, a great question. Uh, so, I don't know. Ba- Battlefield has the funner, more crazy moments and stuff like that. Call of Duty substantially has the better gunplay and customization, too. I'm kind of getting annoyed where, like, every single gun has the exact same silencer and all this stuff. I mean, they kind of do in Vanguard, but not... I don't know. In, in Battlefield, it's like you just get the same attachments and also i don't like the attachments so it's like do what sacrifice your stable accuracy and you get better move accuracy or vice versa it's like i don't want either i just want to improve my accuracy the gun needs accuracy like i i, I don't want to be punished for putting on attachments i hate that yeah i think uh the question of what's a better game really does come down to player preference because honestly they're very Both very have- different that's very, very different. That's like saying, "What's better, McDonald's or Taco Bell?" It'd be like, "Well, what? What are you in the mood for?" That that's the better question. So they're very they're a cheesy gordita different crunch games. from yeah, Taco Bell. Can say that. Sponsored, <laughs> yeah. eh? The answer is Taco that's true. Bell. That's true. We'll see. But, I, have, uh, I have my final Taco Bell stream next month, and then we'll see if they bring me back here, or if I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> that's cool, though. Cool that you had the opportunity to do that. But anyways, yeah, yeah I think nice. the games, the games hit different audiences, um, or maybe maybe not necessarily different audiences because you could be in both audiences. They hit different. Um, I don't know. It's a arena different experience. Shooter, arena shooter versus epic crazy battlefield moment. Get your gross foot out of here, Tash. Your gross <laughs> with your ripped sock. I'm, what the hell is that? So, for example. You yesterday, have Taco Bell oh, sponsor you. You got Taco Bell money, and you can't even buy non-ripped socks. Well, they, they just ripped. Like, just relax. <laughs> Why are you ripping your socks? Well, because there's a big oh, hole in it. Oh my gosh! Was, what is happening? I was bored. 
I and chat gets chat gets concerned about me. They're like, is TV an alcoholic? Like, look at these guys. Okay, do you want to know why I have a drink on Wednesday nights? Yeah, this is why fair, we fair. don't drink as much as you, because look at us sober. We're already yeah. wild. <laughs> um, yeah, so like yesterday, I jumped out of a helicopter and uh, pulled my parachute. I landed on top of an enemy dropship and covered it in C4, jumped off and blew it up, and then landed on a couple of guys and mowed them down with an SMG. That'll never right. happen in Call of Duty, but two Call of seconds, Duty is a much more... Yeah? For two seconds, I forgot we were talking about Battlefield. You're like, I jumped out of the helicopter, I was like... Damn, dude. Did you, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sheesh. I mean, people skydive. I was like, damn. Like, kayaking, was... kayaking wasn't enough. Kayaking didn't I give me the adrenaline I jumped out of a rush. helicopter and landed in, in my kayak. kayak. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. SEAL Team 6. True Vanguard Edition. Yeah, Seal, right. Seal Team 36. True Vanguard Edition. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I just heard my wife come in the door, and she's got some food for me. So unless there's any burning questions, your boy needs to eat and then get back to gaming. You know what I'm saying? I think we're good. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Yep, appreciate it. Uh, This is a great episode, number 62. We do these episodes every Wednesday night at 9.30, I mean 9 p.m. Wait, what time is that? 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That's right. (laughs) I knew that. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we'll be doing it next Wednesday as well. Hopefully, we have some more juicy news and juicy topics for you. I'm M Tashed. I'm Kakas HD. I'm True Vanguard. And this was the Real Gamer Hour podcast. <laughs>